Coca-Cola is not asking us, where's your Valentine's Day episode, you know? Oh my god, I wish. Yeah, I don't even have patrons barking me down if the episode's, you know, like a little behind. They're like, hey bud, I get it, it's cool. <laughs> I didn't give you money because I thought, you know, you always had your, your finger on the pulse, you know? I didn't, I didn't think you were on top of things. I knew. <laughs> I knew before I gave you money. That's what the patrons sound like. All right. Now, Cat Scott, you have an annual birthday party tradition event where people get online and give various PowerPoint presentations of things that they are passionate about. Is that is this true? As passionate about or is just something that's like something that's like your Roman Empire or something that you want to like roast yourself about. It's just something that you need to get out of your system through a visual medium. And I'm sure people have seen it on TikTok and iterations of it. I started doing it during the pandemic as a way to stay in touch with my friends. So it wasn't strictly for birthday. It was more like the only way I could see friends for a while. Um, and then it, And then it evolved into having friends all over the place and wanting to see them on my birthday so I was like this is the best way to do it I also wrote about PowerPoint in my in my master's thesis there's a whole love letter to PowerPoint essay so big part of my journey we love PowerPoint don't we folks and you have one that I haven't seen that's right at this most recent party I didn't have one prepared I only came up with my idea midstream and there were just so many people who already had theirs it just I would have had to stay up mega mega late (laughs) to even give it and uh, it was not in the cards. So what better time, what better way to use this inspiration than to make some hashtag content? And so I am going to share my screen for, let me know if you see the PowerPoint. Yes. Great. Welcome to the TV's Kevin Lanigan definitive ranking of New York movie theaters. Now, there are a lot of entrants on this list. Um, the the rules for ranking are uh, arbitrary and yet also scientific, religious, and cannot be moved and are empirically correct. Um, there is no facet of a movie theater that is being discounted in this ranking. We are considering picture quality. We are considering food quality. We are considering geographic convenience. We are considering ambiance. There's nothing that is outside the realm of of scope of what we are judging these movie theaters by. Um, These are movie theaters that I have been to and that I have seen at least one movie in. Um, There are some notable New York City movie theaters that are not on this list. The Roxy is not on this list um, simply because I've never been there. And uh, that's just something that we're all going to have to get past. I can update uh, this list at any time if, indeed, I ever decide to go to the Roxy. Kat Scott, any questions before we begin? I just appreciate the integrity that you brought to this because I think integrity is a big part of PowerPoint presentations. It's, it's, It's leaning into the earnestness and the truth of things, even when it's uncomfortable and maybe not as glamorous. So thank you for doing the work. You're you're so welcome. And uh, without any further ado, we shall begin with, we're going from bottom up. So we're building up to what is the best New York movie theater. And because of that, that means we must start at the bottom. Number 27, the Regal Kaufman Astoria, located in Astoria, Queens, across the street from the Museum of the Moving Image. This theater, what isn't 
wrong about it what's right about it nothing it's a it's a bad movie theater the door is located um on in like a back corner on one side the only entrance to the theater you you go to the front it's a big solid wall you have to walk an extra five minutes down the sidewalk to get to the entrance of the movie theater i have never had a decent crowd in this theater um this is where i saw west side story and i had to move my seat four separate times during the screening and every time i found a new group of people who were talking over the entire movie um, it is not a movie theater that lets you have any peace whatsoever. It's a Regal. That's a that's a strike against it. No offense to the great people at Regal Cinemas. Uh, but you run a bad theater train. And um, yeah, just the dirt worst. Nothing to write home about. Bad pre-show. Bad everything. Number 27, the Regal Kaufman Astoria. Cat Scott, you and I notoriously saw RRR. At this that's theater. what's interesting is I had such a breakthrough cinematic experience there that of that's course. really one of my only reference points. I think I went back and it felt very like being back in a Missouri movie theater. Um, yes. I think I it tried to see like another COVID movie. It felt like COVID never ended at the Regal Kaufman Astoria. It's just, yeah. It felt, it felt really bad in there. And yes, it, that, but that's what you said is actually an excellent point, an excellent lesson in that even the worst movie theater is still a wonderful venue where you can see motion pictures. And what's better than that, folks? Folks, what's better than that? Uh, moving on. Number 26. I just remember the audience engagement for RRR2 made it yes really beautiful so i if i had only had that experience at that movie theater i would have been like that's probably a good movie theater with good vibes i remember nothing of the lobby nothing of anything else just the vibes of the movie so of course exactly rrr is so powerful it made you forget the rest of the regal kaufman story also bad snacks uh anyway moving on number 26 